Social Strategy Podcast, episode 49. Welcome to the Social Strategy Podcast, where it's all about making the most of your business with smart tips on what's working now in social media, online business, and good old-fashioned networking. And now your host, who's also known as Ross PR on Twitter, Vernon Ross. Hey everyone and welcome to the show. I've been looking forward to this because I dig into a platform that I'm really interested in and have been playing around with. But before we get going, I wanted to talk to you guys about lynda.com. Lynda.com is a sponsor of the show and you can get right now a 10-day free trial. Just go out to lynda.com forward slash Ross. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com forward slash Ross. Try out a 10-day free trial on me. I'm going to talk about it more at the end of the show. And I will see you guys on the back end. Hey everyone, this is Vernon Ross and welcome to the Social Strategy Podcast, bringing you the best in online business, social media, good old-fashioned networking. And today, guys, I've actually got a really good treat. I have with me one of the people, one of the community managers from Spreaker. And if you guys are following me on Twitter or Facebook or any of my social networks, you'll see that I've been using Spreaker here lately. And actually, even over on the website, I've been embedding their player, although I already have a player on the website. I like the way the interface looks, and I can customize the artwork. So I started talking and emailing back and forth with one of the community managers about their product and what was different, because I'm not a real big fan of SoundCloud. So... Spreaker is an option. I decided to look into it and thought that as podcasters, who a lot of you guys listen to the show, this would be a good opportunity to talk about Spreaker, what they are, who they are, what they do, and how you might be able to use it to enhance your podcast and your promotions for your podcast. So, Anna, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So, tell me a little bit about what I just said. I said I don't like SoundCloud, and I don't know why I don't like SoundCloud. I think it's you have to pay for a certain amount of uploads, and I think you guys are about the same price-wise when you look at SoundCloud versus Spreaker, but there's a lot more to Spreaker than SoundCloud. Yeah, definitely. So, Spreaker is, we really strive to have it as a all-around platform for podcasters. So, offering as much as we can for podcasters specifically. So, it's creating and managing, distributing, measuring your podcast all from one place. So, you have the option not just to just upload your content to Spreaker, but you can actually create using the mobile apps that we have and the website that we have. There's like a a simplified console that you can use. Just You can go live or you can record through the apps themselves. And then distributing is really easy with the RSS feed link that we provide and connecting to social networks. Mm -hmm. We also have plenty of audio storage space. That's how we, at least in regards to SoundCloud, we differ very much from them in that way. I mean, we have a free plan and that offers 10 hours of audio storage space. So we do it in hours and we have live broadcasting sessions. So for the free plan, it's 30 minutes, but the mid-range plan has 500 hours of audio storage space. The biggest plan has 5,000. So you have a lot of variety with that, depending on how much you really podcast. That's really up to you if you're doing 20 minutes every week or 20 minutes every day or more or less. So you can cater, kind of tailor that to how you work. Then the other things I can hit on are analytics. We offer really great analytics plays that are divided into downloads and on-demand plays or live plays. 
like sources, geolocation, demographics. Yeah, I might be leaving something out right now, but that's basically how we've set up the platform. So for podcasters. Mm -hmm. No, I think you did a good job of kind of doing an overview. I want to dig into a few of the things that you said. Yeah. But, you know, before we do, your community manager at Spreaker, you're from the States. We talked about that a little bit in the pre-interview. How did you end up at Spreaker? Because I think people will really want to know, okay, so I know about Spreaker. It's a company. Let's Mm -hmm. find out a little bit about the people that work there and that are involved. And you've been involved with Spreaker since the very beginning, right? Pretty much, yeah. So I was living in Italy at the time. I had been there for a little while, and that's where the company had started out. So they contacted me about helping them out with the English language side of things, uh, with the communication and the community. Um, and so that's how I started out with them. And things just kind of grew beyond beyond just the initial writing and helping out. But that was back in 2011 when the company officially launched. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I started out in Italy. Then eventually things moved to Germany. That's stayed like that for a little while. But now the company is kind of branched out, and we've got an international team kind of spread throughout Europe at the time. Right. So, first off, how did you get to Italy? Well, I'm originally from New York, but I wanted to do grad work in Italy. And then I'm Italian, so it kind of just made sense to try things out. So I kind of went there to work on grad stuff and then kind of fell into the startup scene and, and doing copy and, and PR and communication. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so grad students, so that explains a lot. <laughs> I didn't know there was a startup scene in Italy. It's kind of small and spread out, which is part of why we moved to Berlin, because mm-hmm. here the startup scene is really vibrant. It attracts a lot of creative types. So, And then it kind of just made sense for the company to branch out. So it didn't stay in Berlin in the end. Right. But yeah. That is really interesting. I had no idea that Germany or Berlin had such a vibrant startup scene. The startup scene here in St. Louis, Missouri, where I am, mm-hmm. it's actually grown quite a bit and it's pretty vibrant. So oh, cool. keeping track of, hey, where's stuff going on in startups? Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense that Berlin has a big startup community. Yeah, definitely. It does. Well, that's interesting. So when I'm looking at Spreaker, and I know a lot of people have been talking to me about it lately, which is one of the things that prompted me to say, hey, we should chat about this. That's great. (laughs) I go on the homepage. A lot of it has to do with iHeartRadio. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So you submit your show to iHeartRadio through Spreaker. And I believe that is that like the only way you can get on iHeartRadio right now? Yeah. So what happened was about a year ago, together with iHeartRadio, we came up with this sort of partnership where you could submit your show to iHeartRadio via Spreaker. And then they go through a whole approval process. And if you get approved, then you get featured on their page under a special category of Spreaker users of talk shows. So it's right on the iHeartRadio website. And yes, at least in terms of, you know, if you're not already affiliated with them, then yes, it's the only way to get your show up to iHeartRadio. It's through Spreaker itself. Very interesting. So how long does the approval process take to get on iHeartRadio? It can take a little while. It can take between two and three months. They do have a very specific process and they go through each show one by one and they have their own set of criteria to hit. So it does take a little while. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Because a few people have said, hey, I submitted on Spreaker and iHeartRadio a month ago, and it's still not 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, neither is mine. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does take a little while, and they do have their own kind of specific content that they want to have, and so it takes a little while. Right. Now, that's really interesting. How does one get featured on the homepage? Uh, That's an interesting question. That really depends on the editorial team, which is me and my fellow coworker here at Spreaker. So we look for content that we think is interesting or people contact us directly and they say, hey, can we get featured? And if we think it fits right with what we want to promote, then we do. So that's easy. You guys can email me directly. (laughs) Yeah. And we'll take a look. So Anna.Piazza at (laughs) Spreaker.com. Cool. And I'll have your email address in the show notes so that people can definitely email you and be prepared to get a deluge of emails. I'm happy to hear the new content. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you respond back fairly quickly. You've responded back to all my emails really quickly. (laughs) Thanks. What time is it over there? You guys are, I think, eight hours ahead of us. It's 4.50. It's 4.50. Yeah, close. Yeah, Yeah, about seven hours. (laughs) So you guys picked the content that goes on the front page of Spreaker. How many shows are currently on Spreaker? Because I think that's important to podcasters. To be honest, I can't give you a specific number. I can tell you that there are about over 27,000 podcasters podcasting regularly. We get about 80,000 hours of content made per month. So it really depends because some podcasters have numerous shows because you can't have more than one show on your account and it depends on how often they podcast i don't have a specific number actually except for the numbers that i've just told you now right that's interesting when you start looking at podcasts and you think about okay how is my show listed on of course itunes and Mm -hmm. how is this going to translate into numbers for me to report back to a sponsor so with spreaker how does it differ if i import my RSS feed that I'm using everywhere else. So I host my own on my site, which I'm actually going to move away from that. Mm -hmm. It's either hosted on Libsyn or hosted somewhere else. And I know that if someone's pulling my RSS feed and the downloads coming from Libsyn, then I know that I'll be able to track those numbers. Do you guys do the same thing? Will my listens on Spreaker actually show up in my Libsyn download or how does that work? In terms of what Libsyn gets, I don't know if I can really answer that, but I can tell you that if you use Spreaker's RSS feed, so if you use the RSS feed that we provide for your show and you feed that into iTunes, Stitcher, you can actually export your content from Spreaker to YouTube and SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. If you do that, the numbers will start showing up in your analytics. So as long as you kind of keep Spreaker as your base and you distribute it from Spreaker itself, the numbers will come back to your actual Spreaker account. That's interesting. I hadn't really looked. No, go ahead. I think I may have just interrupted you. No, no, you didn't. That was all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, what I was going to say is I've been looking at it here yeah. lately, just trying to figure out, is there a tie-in between what's downloaded off of Spreaker and what's listened to versus what I see listened to on other stations or other places? Or is my RSS feed, are all the listens actually being counted? Yeah, well, like I said, I mean, as long as it tracks back to the Spreaker RSS feed link or the Spreaker page itself, then it gets counted. Mm -hmm. The plays do get divided into downloads on demand, meaning people tuning into your show at any time or live. But the downloads do get included. And you can also check your sources and you'll see that whether or not that comes from from iTunes or if people are coming in via Facebook or listening to through your widget or through your Twitter feed, you do see where people are coming in from. Mm-hmm. But all those numbers are provided, all subdivided and provided to you. Right. 
How do you guys choose your categories? What do you mean? The categories that are already there? Yeah, the category names. So I see business, but there didn't appear to be subcategories of business. Those are kind of things that we've had since the beginning. But if your listeners, if people are on Spreaker and they're saying that they want more freedom in the category, if they want more subdivisions or a variety in the categories that we have, we'll definitely look into that. The categories are kind of something that we already have set, but you can change up the tags that you use. So you can make things more easily searchable that way. Interesting. So when I look at just business on Spreaker (laughs) and I look for who's doing what, I wonder, I'm trying to tie something to it to understand how shows are ranked. So is there a ranking a logarithm on Spreaker or something like that? There is, and I can't go into too much detail about how it, it works, but it does have to do with... Oh, you say, can tell us. Nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> it does have to do with number of plays, regularity of being, like how regularly you publish podcasts, etc. So, mm-hmm. I mean, being active and, and actively distributing your show to get numbers, I mean, that helps in terms of rankings. But I can't even get that much more specific because I'm not too sure all the factors that come in. Right. Yeah. That's a good enough answer. Are the are pro accounts ranked higher than, I guess, not no. pro accounts? No, not at all. I mean, it really comes down to, you know, how well you distribute and how popular the show is. It doesn't have to do with being a pro. Although on the Explore page, we do have a smaller part where pro accounts are highlighted. Mm-hmm. And that changes every time you refresh the page. Yes, yeah, interesting. Just in looking at the site, and I very rarely am actually on the internet when I'm doing an interview, but just mm-hmm. pouring through the site as we're talking about it, exactly what you just said. I mean, there's two in business right now that I'm looking at, and one is follow the money, and another one's like a Denver business something. Mm-hmm. And then right underneath that, there's influencer radio with Jack, whatever, I can't think of see his last name, Jack Miz. And his mm-hmm. isn't a pro account. He's only got 75 episodes, but he's got 16,000 plays mm-hmm. versus a quarter of the way down the page. Andrew Warner from Mixergy only has 2,000 plays. And so he's lower on the page than this other yeah. podcaster I've never heard of. Yeah, it's a general way of, of doing the rankings on Spreaker, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's really interesting because it seems like it may be a little easier here to make a bigger impact. Mm, or to get noticed quicker than you can on the iTunes directory. And it is also a pretty tight community, and it's also an active community, too. I mean, we do have that aspect of it as well, of of Mm. being able to follow different users within the website itself, like tracks, leave comments. There's a chat room that pops up when you're live, too, and people can talk to you that way. So there is also this kind of strength within the community as well. Oh, that's interesting. So talking about a little bit about that and some of the features that you guys have Mm -hmm. Uh, you're talking about the live broadcast aspect of it which is something i think you can do on some of the other platforms how does that work from a guest perspective would the guests have to have spreaker installed or how does that work no actually at the moment if you were to have like a guest caller if that's what you mean it would have to be done via skype so kind of what we're doing right now and then you would sync up the audio between skype and spreaker through a third-party software and, and so that way you wouldn't have any interruptions or problems with audio in that way okay so like nicecast or something like that yeah exactly exactly okay. And for people that don't know, NiceCast, and I think there's another one's called Sam something. I think it's Sam Broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's professional DJ radio type audio programs mm-hmm. that can help you sync audio between different 
platforms. So like Spreaker or other live streaming platforms. So your audio syncs up from whatever you're doing, whether it's Skype or just straight into your computer, if you're using a Winamp and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I haven't used those before, but I'm familiar with how they work. Yeah. I mean, we do have a list of tutorials too on how to kind of use Skype with Spreaker, usually with an external mixer sometimes, but those are the methods that we know. So we're always up to hearing what other people kind of figure out and how to sync up the audio that way. That's interesting. I may have to mess around with that with my mixer. I see that there's an upcoming show listing. And when you go to your profile, is that the Mm -hmm. upcoming live shows that the people are doing? Yeah, so you can set up scheduled announcements so that if you follow shows and they set up announcements telling you what time the show is, it pops up in your news feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can set it up. So it's just a regularly kind of scheduled announcement that pops up that tells people what time and what day to listen in to your show. Oh, okay, cool. So a lot like broadcast radio, you can schedule your show kind of thing if you're going to do it live. Now, can you, you can schedule shows also for recorded shows, right? Well, yeah. So um, just make sure I differentiate. So you can schedule announcements for your shows, telling people what time they're going to be. They can listen in. So just the announcement. But if you upload shows, you can have it published later so you can set up the time and the day for that. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So that'll pop up when you want it to. Very interesting. So let's talk a little bit about some of the other stuff that you guys do that I don't see other places, which Mm -hmm. is... I think how I ended up finding you guys to begin with, now that I think about it, I was looking at doing a new intro, outro music, and I wasn't sure if I was going to do it myself, if I wanted to take the time to do it, if I was going to have another guy do voiceover for me and the whole nine. So I was looking for Music Radio Creative. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because they do a lot of work, and they've done stuff for other podcaster friends of mine, like Chris Cerrone from Cerrone Show, and I think... Podcast Answer Man, Cliff Ravenscraft uses them. And I did a search, and you guys came up. I'm like, what's this? And I I found your page, and I'm like, oh, my God, look at that. You guys offer custom jingles through Spreaker. Yeah, well, with a pro account, you can upload your own intro to your show so that it goes automatically every time you create a new podcast. And we're kind of tightly connected to Music Radio Creative, so If you don't already have an intro done, we link you to Music Creative through our page and they do, like for a special speaker offer, they can do the intro for you. And we know the guys there really well. They're wonderful people, Isabella and Mike Russell. And yeah, so we know them really well. And so we work together with them often. Right. Yeah. I was looking at that. I'm like, oh, wow, this is interesting. You know, you click the link, you go out there and... yeah. It's like, oh, wow, really? Custom stuff. And it's actually a fairly low and fairly affordable price for what it is that you're ordering. So like custom podcast audio. And you can do intro, outro for like 20 bucks. Yeah, those guys are great. I cannot talk about them highly enough. (laughs) Yeah, so I thought that was interesting that you guys actually have that service linked to your stuff. Plus you guys have ad campaigns and where you can boost your plays. How does that actually work and what kind of results do you see from it? So basically you can set up your own visual ads so you can create it yourself Mm -hmm. and you can have them link back to your podcast. And well, we push them through Spreaker. So instead of seeing the typical ads that you see on the website, they'll actually be made through the podcasters that we have on the website. And I don't have the specific pricing happen right now, but it's like 
you set it up so that for every thousand impressions that you get or a thousand times people view view the ad itself, then it costs a certain amount of money. And you could just have the rounds go like that for as long as it lasts. But yeah, that specific store page that you're looking at right now, we do offer as much as we can to poor podcasters. Mm-hmm. So like you said, it's the pre-rolls. We also link to a transcription website. We also link to art so that your yeah, podcast... Yeah, designs. Yeah. Right. So we try to connect podcasters with as many resources as we can through the page itself, through Spreaker's website itself. No, it's an interesting way to offer services and not have to actually manage the services. I'm like, this is neat because it's all kind of podcaster specific in one place. And these are all the things that podcasters look for, which is, you know, transcription and audio and artwork and stuff like that. How much does artwork play into your editorial decisions on who gets featured on the front page? It depends. I mean, artwork is definitely an important thing to consider when you're putting together your podcast. I don't think it's something to be taken for granted, but I won't say it will necessarily affect whether or not you'll get featured on the site because if the content is strong enough, Mm -hmm. we want people to listen. So I don't think that should scare anybody from contacting us. I mean, unless it's super obscene or something. (laughs) But yeah. So, you know, to wrap it up, I did want to mention that you guys also will work with, I guess, creating a custom app for your podcast. Yeah, that's something that we offer as well. So we'll build customized apps dedicated specifically to your show Mm -hmm. for you and we'll submit it to the stores for you. And that's $99 per year. So that's for either Android or iOS or both. It's up to you. But for each operating system, it's $99 per year but we take care of it for you. Or if you really want, we can build it for you and then you can submit it to each store yourself so that you can charge per download. So there's some control with that as well. Oh, really? So explain that again, because I know people are going to go, what? What do you mean charge per download? So you'll put together your customized app and send it over to us and we'll build it for you. Mm -hmm. And if you want, we'll place it into iTunes or Google Play for you. And then it'll just be there for anybody to download for free and you don't have to take care of it, but you do have this customized app for your show dedicated to your show. Oh, nice. But if you also have the option that us building it for you and then us sending it back to you so that you can submit it to the Google Play or iTunes stores, Mm -hmm. and then you can opt to have to charge per download, et cetera. The only thing is I think you do need certifications as developers, I think, in order to submit it, but you do have that option. So we don't have to take over the whole thing for you. You can have more control over it if you prefer. Right now with a free app, if you were to submit it through you guys, I guess you do your customizations and your color schemes and everything that you want Mm -hmm. on the app and you click the submit button because I've gone through it a little bit and just just mess around with it to see what it would look like. So you go through all of that and you submit it, you guys send it through. Can you make it ad supported? There are no ads that run on them, no. Okay. So you would actually have to say, okay, I want to get this myself and have you guys build it, send it back to me if Mm -hmm. I wanted to make it ad supported. Well, ad supported, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to answer something that technical. (laughs) No, it's okay. But you can put it up to the store and have it, say, like be a dollar per download so Mm -hmm. that somebody downloads it. But in terms of ads, I really couldn't tell you exactly how that would work. And that's fine because you're not an expert, so I wouldn't expect you to necessarily know that. But, yeah, it's interesting. How do you feel about, as honest as you can be, how do you feel about 
customized podcast apps versus listening to it on a number of platforms that are already out there? Well, I do think it's a great way. I mean, you want to build your podcast, but you also want to build your brand and you want it recognizable and something that you can kind of sell or promote for sponsorships. So I think building your brand is just as important as it can be bigger than that. And having a customized app does push forward that idea, that branding that you're looking for. Right. Now, do you know, and this may be too technical of a question to ask here. I mean, we may just need to do some research and then come back and let people know. Can you add additional pages to the app that you build in Spreaker? So if I wanted email capture, can I put an email capture opt-in page? What can I add to it? It is a template. It is a template that you do have to kind of stick with. At least we won't be pushing it much further. You can set up a background image, a show image, everything, all the metadata that you want, you can set up yourself. That's not a problem. It will fall under a certain kind of template, though. But, I mean, using great artwork and helpful descriptions, I mean, it really can look great. And I can even send you links to examples of some really finely made customized apps that we've done. So, yeah, but beyond that, I mean, adding pages, we went on that. Oh, wow. European Ambulance. I just heard that. I know. It's hard. I'm <laughs> no, so it's, sorry about no, that. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, what's funny is, Every time Amy Porterfield, I think it's Amy Porterfield, does a show, she lives in New York, you yeah. always hear like police sirens and <laughs> ambulances in the background. And Marie Forleo, when she's on a podcast, you'll hear like an ambulance because she lives in some condo in New York. And it's just funny to me. And so that was like, yeah. oh, look, a European ambulance. I think that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of in, right in the middle of this main hubs of the city. So there's always a little bit of movement going around here. Oh, Sorry. About awesome. No, no, no. It makes it all real when people know that <laughs> this is happening, guys. This is, this is real. Right <laughs> real life, IRL. <laughs> <laughs> How funny. I do thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I think this is really interesting and people are going to get a lot of insight into Spreaker and hopefully trying it out because I would love for people to at least go on there. It doesn't cost you anything to try it out. And I do like the interface and I'll have to say, I actually like it more than just about anything I've run into because mm -hmm. even though my artwork stays the same on iTunes for every show and most podcasters do that, yeah. If I want, and I've been doing this with a couple shows to see if there's a different reaction, I've been putting my podcast artwork that I create for each guest as the image so oh, yeah. that when you see it, it's like, oh, who's this? What's this? So it yeah. looks a little different, and I think it provides a little bit of novelty for people to pay attention and not just have to look at my face every time they want to play the podcast <laughs> so they can see who it is that they're looking at. And it's fairly quick and easy to do. It doesn't take really any technical knowledge. And so I do like that about what Spreaker is offering. Great. I'm glad that you really enjoy it. And I hope that everybody else enjoys it too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the thing that's good about it is that it does play in line in Twitter and I believe also on Facebook. On Twitter, yes. On Facebook, actually, no, the they moment. don't. They don't allow inline. That's right on Facebook, but I know it does work on Twitter. Yeah, definitely it does. Now, when you click on Twitter, and I know I just said we were going to wrap it up, but I had a question. When you click on Twitter, you <laughs> see just the Spreaker little star. Then mm -hmm. you click on it, and it shows the artwork. Do you know if that's a Twitter thing where they only show like a preview? That it's an actual audio file? Because I noticed that also with SoundCloud and some other players that do inline on Twitter. It's a widget. It's the widget that we have that pops up, and it is branded with Spreaker's heart. I mean, heart. <laughs> Star. <laughs> right. Oh, you're thinking I heart radio. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden. <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, the show's artwork should still appear, at least underneath the play button. The show's image should appear underneath. It does. It's yeah. Just, I think when you first see it, it just shows Spreaker and the Spreaker mm. star. Yeah. And then when yeah. you click on it, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a show I can click on. So yeah, if, if I look at it now, I'm actually looking at one, you click on it, it yeah. actually shows the player, then the player pops up and you can see exactly who it is. Exactly, right. Or if you click on the chat, it opens up a new window and you can leave comments and stuff like that. So I, I think it's real interactive and... Yeah, yeah, we push towards engagement. Yeah, it's good. I think you guys are doing a good job at it. I actually, I don't talk about stuff that I don't like and I actually like this app, so... Great. Great. Bravo to you guys for that one. <laughs> Thank you. And there was actually something I was going to ask you, and I'm trying to remember what it was because it escaped me because I got totally off track with that thinking about Twitter because my Twitter popped. (laughs) If I think about it, I'll ask you later. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no problem. Anytime. (laughs) But hey, thanks a lot for coming on the show. I I appreciate you taking the time, and I think everyone's going to really enjoy it. Where can they find you online, I guess, for Spreaker? Well, you can email me directly. That's no problem. And that's anna.piazza at Spreaker.com. But we do have a Facebook page. So Facebook.com slash Spreaker. Also at Spreaker is our Twitter account. We're also on Google Plus and Pinterest and a few other places too. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll link up everything in the show notes and I really appreciate you coming on and hey, have a great day. Thank you so much. It was really fun. You have a great day too. All right, guys, that was a really interesting episode. I really like when I get a chance to talk technical stuff with a vendor, with someone that I'm, you know, using their service. You know, if you want to be on iHeartRadio, you've got to get on Spreaker. And there are some pretty stringent stipulations. They actually go back and listen to each one of your shows. I had no idea about that until Anna told us about it. I'm still waiting to get approved for iHeartRadio. So, you know, keep your fingers crossed. That's a good platform to be on. I really do enjoy what Spreaker has to offer. There's a lot of stuff there. I hope you guys check it out. And if you do, if you go out to uh, vernonross.com forward slash friends, right there, there's a link. Or if you just go out to Spreaker.com and when you're checking out, enter promo code Ross. And that's going to give you a 30-day broadcaster account on me for free. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, right after the interview, we start talking, talking about the podcast and what I do and how enthusiastic I was about the platform that Spreaker is offering. So Spreaker has now become a friend of the podcast. So what that means basically is they're not a sponsor, but they're a friend of the podcast. I'm able to offer you guys a 30-day broadcaster account for free, and I'm basically sort of like an affiliate. It's a beta program, but... You know, the show gets a little bit of money. It doesn't cost you anything else to help pay for, you know, the expense of running a show. So I wanted to let you guys know that there is a relationship with Spreaker now. There actually wasn't when we did the interview. So this was not a just a sales pitch for Spreaker. This is actually me being interested in a platform that I think is better than SoundCloud. I'm not that crazy about SoundCloud. I've used it. I've played around with it. I think the cost is, I guess, you know, roughly the same. I think Spreaker is a little bit more affordable for what you get. The DJ console is crazy. You guys have to go in there, do a live show. It's going to automatically go out to every platform that you connect with Spreaker, YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, Google+. It's going to go out there and put out your show in a format that can be listened to on those platforms, and it's going to do it automatically. So make sure when you're doing it on YouTube, a couple little tips for you is that you set it up in a way that your you know your uh, description 
is what you want it to be on YouTube because you can go back in and edit it. But then the video is a different title and you have to go in and play around with your show and it just takes too long. So make sure that when you're doing it, if you do a live show, you have everything the way that you want it because when it goes out to YouTube, it's going to be the way that you broadcast it. So I ended up having to go back in when I was playing around with it and resetting a couple things for it. But overall, really enjoying the platform. It's something I think you guys should try out. The artwork thing was interesting because what Anna was talking about is something that we talk about a lot in the podcasting community is that your artwork can make the difference in whether or not your show gets noticed. She verified that with Spreaker when the community manager is looking at shows that they're going to feature. The artwork is part of what they weigh their decision on. It is not necessarily the deciding factor, but don't take a chance on that. You should probably get decent artwork. 99 Designs is a good place to do it. They're also a friend of the podcast. That's in there as well. And before we go, I did want to talk to you guys about lynda.com. I actually had a situation this evening. As I'm recording this portion, right before this, the wife is an instructional designer. She puts together training courses and stuff like that. She had a question about Articulate, which is another a training platform. I was already actually logged into lynda.com looking at some stuff, some web development stuff, actually, and some app development stuff. I'm thinking about an app. We talked about the, the Spreaker app. So, of course, I'm looking into it and doing a little research. She had a question. I'm like, you know, I think that there is probably an Articulate course out here. Let's take a look. So took a look. There was the answer was there. Took about five minutes to find the answer. Took four minutes to actually watch the guy do the answer in video. It's it's high def. It's high quality. We looked at it. She got it. She moved on. I'm like, wow, that is crazy. This site has been doing that for me for years. So I would suggest you guys try it out. It's lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com forward slash Ross. That's all you got to do to get your 10-day free trial. It's a special page just for you guys. You don't have to enter a promo code or anything. Just lynda.com forward slash Ross, L-Y-N-D-A.com forward slash Ross. 10-day free trial on me. You guys are going to love it, but I want to know what you think. So let me know. Let me know in the comments. Send me an email, vernon at vernonross.com. You can find me everywhere at Ross PR. So Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, just search for Ross PR. You'll find me. And yes, I'm on Snapchat. I'm listening to Gary Vaynerchuk and trying to play around with it. And, you know, it's sort of working. I actually don't mind the platform that much. There's some interesting stuff out there, really interesting stuff you can do. So don't discount it just yet. But please connect to me on Instagram, tag me, and let me know where you are listening to the podcast. That is always fun to get one of those. I'm getting a couple of those a week now, and that is something that I really do enjoy. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and get out of here, and I will see you in the next episode.